This week on the Push Ball Legs podcast, we're talking about client quarantine home workout experiments that we're doing. And we talk about the ridiculousness of burning down phone masks. Alright, three, two, one. The woman is obsessed with me, Dan. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dan Eek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, Bob? Carol fucking Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> the same piece for the last three weeks. <laughs> I love, I love the amount of meme accounts there are now about oh, Joe Zyg. I, I just love it. I love, there's filters about the guy. There's like hats now, right? I got a birthday card. Um, oh no, no. The company I got a birthday card from, I must have got, I don't know how I got hit unless by a sponsor of them or something like that. And they were, they already started making birthday cards yeah. with his thing on. I like, that's how quick these people are. So I had, no, that was it. I had a birthday card on mine. It was about being in like, and have a great isolated birthday or something like that. And like, I was like, that's pretty quick from companies yeah. to, to jump on that. And then I saw one the other day and I was just like, Joe Exotic all over it. I thought it was brilliant. Like, just brilliant. <laughs> now, my, my mum has got a birthday this month. Do you reckon I can send her one of those? Do you think she'll have a clue? Oh my God. The, yeah. She would be so confused. Please. <laughs> a 68 year old lady going, what is this? I've no idea. Yeah, what's going that'd, be, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> wow. Just for the banter. And then she'd watch it and then she'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> she, she'd be like, this is disgusting. Hence, um, <laughs> behind the curtain, we're a big animal family. Um, big animal family. Not like big cats and stuff, but horses, yeah. dogs and cats and chickens and stuff. I don't but, really have a problem with it, to be honest. Like, I, 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 I get it it's obviously not ideal but at the same time they're also being poached down in the wild so it's like well yeah i just i, I just think they should only be in kept like captivity if they kind of have to be there um i think they should try to release them and they can be there for like educational purposes i kind of get which is what obviously zoos are for and um, if they couldn't if they deem them not if the zoologists deem them not acceptable not acceptable not able to cope in the wild then they should be in the zoo um that's what i think yeah just, I, mean, uh, I mean obviously it, like have them like fighting each other and betting and throwing stuff and give them give them a little like a flamethrower that's what dan wants you heard it here yeah get to them and the dolphins yeah make it a bit even do you know like why not I, oh, I, no, I, think, I saw that it was gone well i think they should just release the animals in regent's park just have some <clears throat> giraffes and stuff running around. Well, I reckon if they released the tigers and the lions into Regent's Park, at least people would stay in their fucking house. Maybe that, <laughs> that was what would keep them in the houses, wouldn't it? Not the government telling them to do it. But um, I realised that we got a lot of listeners outside of London, but the people inside of London, yeah, it's a fucking issue here. But a lot of people like staying outside. And I've never seen so many people in Regent's Park. We go there quite often. And a lot of people that... Then I guess they, they don't normally exercise, but since they've been told yeah. they're allowed to exercise, <laughs> they uh, they go onto it. Which uh, is bring on to actually we can, we can vaguely talk about that, mate, because because um, Chloe keeps asking as well, and obviously we look at I don't know whether it ruins it for you, like because we kind of know what good running technique etc is, but oh, watching people watching started. people run <laughs> who obviously don't run or don't move or don't do anything vaguely athletic or that much and they go like, i can go running and uh yeah there's a lot of different runs out there aren't there 
Right, I was walking Frankie today. I was walking along, and I swear to God, he turned. The dog turned around. That's why. I, that's why I looked around. I was like, "Oh, that was a noise." So, anyways, you can hear this like footsteps coming towards me. Right, yeah. I look behind me, and the guy's probably like twenty meters away running. And I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, he's, having, he's enjoying himself. He's having a little jog, or whatever." I carried on walking. And I swear to God, I was like, "Hang on a minute." I was like, "You should have come past me by now." I turned around, <laughs> and I swear to God, I was walking. I swear to God, he was now fifteen meters away from me. And I was like. House and I looked, turned around and had a proper good look and almost like stopped with Frankie so that he could run past me and have a look. And I swear to God, the amount of energy this man was wasting on sound energy was <laughs> unbelievable. Like just plodding. And it was almost like he was trying to put more force into the floor than he was to push off it. And like the slowest run you've ever seen in your life, but possibly the loudest just constantly like hammering the floor <laughs> like so he's, he's trying to get that purposeful contact with the floor mate he's trying to absorb <laughs> the absorption of uh that's a word uh, into your tendon yeah. that's exactly what he's trying he's seeing some of my videos 100 yeah, yeah most definitely. most runners are trying to be fleet-footed you know light on their feet you know whatever oh my god this guy i was i was just astounded but yeah you're right the amount of sights you see of people like running and again it's no not having a go it's like you know if not been taught but everyone assumes uh, like you can just run and everyone I'm, assumes I, it's, oh yeah i can run that's no problem yeah yeah, yeah. i just, I just want to i want to i want to put one thing out there for the general pop it, and it, ju- it will it will just change a lot of a lot of things um so there's like there's cadences as well so, Jim, well, I don't know. We could we could talk a few things about. Um, everyone's, turning off, everyone's turning off now. Everyone's right? turning off. Um, <laughs> just, Tom's getting all mechanical. If you want to start running, okay, um, for like five to ten minutes, go off running and then put a beats per minute or a metronome in your ears when you're doing it, or p- pick a playlist which is something like 160 to 70 beats per minute and try and run at that cadence every foot stroke is a beat per minute uh, because you'll suddenly realize how quickly your feet are meant to be coming through when you're trying to run really far so gold standard is about between 170 and 180 beats per minute is how many foot contacts you're meant to have per minute and um people are so slow and but it will just change so if you want to be really nerdy on it there's something called um vertical oscillation dan do you know what that is no no, brilliant. Okay, so that do you want me to explain or not? I mean, I've I'm I'm on my FYI, I'm, I am on my second tequila. Oh yeah. Are those metal ice cubes you've got in there? Mm. You're so London. It's one of those, one of those reusable <laughs> ice cubes. They're they're, they're they're meant to be for whiskey, aren't they? But I don't like whiskey. Ooh. But we're on the tequila, tequila, lime, and tonic. Oh. God, nothing worse. In um, podcast, um, but I bought some beers today as well. But yeah, vertical oscillation is um, you imagine. So obviously, when you have the, a graph, if you have lots of contacts, and if your body is moving up and down, generally when you strike, like bull strike, right? So if you hit the ground, if you do lots of contacts, you're going to go up and down really fast and probably not very high. Okay, so your vertical oscillation decreases. If you have minimal contacts, you're going to waste energy going up and down. So your vertical like oscillation is large. Yeah, like that. So you're wasting fucking energy because even though you're taking less strides, you're taking more effort per stride. And that's shit. So imagine doing lots of half reps is what you want rather than these big full reps. Um, also, try and kick your bum. People don't use their hamstrings. They kind of slide through. So yeah. just think, if you try and kick your bum through, then you're probably going to be a little bit better. And suddenly your hamstring will spark up. Yeah, so 
Yeah, I remember. I remember there was a there was an SSC coach at Reading when I used to uh, not Reading Hull when I used to work there, and he was big on his speed mechanics. And he was he used to talk about how if you were to bring your heel up as yep. you then drive your leg through, there's less resistance as you drive your leg through. It's easier because of the length of the limb is smaller, so it's then easier to pull through it's, on the hip. I can't and stuff. remember what the me- mechanics are like. The 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 company we talked about, Altis, who do sprint mechanics. There's a there's a, like a there is a ratio or a variance of how much when you bring your heel towards your bum, how much it multiplies the movement from your hip mm. to your knee as it strides out, which basic mechanics, because obviously you've got a lever. Um, but yeah, you'll be quicker, you'll get a bigger stride and yeah, it's going to go further. If it, you was, it was so it. funny. It was so funny because he used to deal with a lot of that injured players and injured lads and stuff. And you could see him trying to teach them this stuff and on the way back from yep. injury. And then literally you'd throw a ball in the situation and they'd just run as they would normally run. And he's like, they're like, arms going outwards yeah. instead of he spent like weeks and months working with these players and like even like in warm-ups for like first team training and stuff everything and it was just like they were all like not doing this no chance yeah. or whatever as soon as you like they throw a ball in they're just um oblivious to it's, it but um, it's really funny how people try to mimic people's runs as well so like say cristiano ronaldo has a pretty kind of You'd, you'd know even on FIFA like they mimic his yeah. run when he runs he's like that straight yeah. arm thing and, Ra- we don't, and Raheem we don't Sterling want that at all. yeah the Raheem yeah. Sterling kind of arse out massive tilt and like we don't want that to happen that's not good running mechanics they could be more it's obviously for their body but yeah we wouldn't teach that at all <laughs> you, you want your arms going where you're gonna go and going as fast as your legs and a massive pump oh it's super funny especially when you're sprinting not for long distance so have a look at Mo Farah he's pretty good at it You'll, you'll look at Mo Farah and realise his heel goes super close to his bum. He's like, whoosh, 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 when he ticks through. But yeah, what's been happening this week? That was a bit of a... That's how Tom oh. gets his kicks, clearly, watching running. Whatever floats your boat, mate. It's um, because I went for a run yesterday, and that's it. I am sore. I am sore. Because uh, obviously my triathlon has been pushed back to like September, October now because of this corona. You'll be lucky, mate. You'll be lucky. Yeah, I was like, are they being serious? I don't want to go in a lake around then. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we go? Um, uh, but yeah, what's been happening this what's week, been mate? Happening? We both- I'll tell you what's what happened, actually, is um, I got a message from uh, Emily, who's a listener of the show. She's BT. And she had um, she messaged me about the Zoom um, sessions. So, you know, we talked about last week about the Zoom sessions yeah, yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. yeah I saw her do- back- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had interest back and forth. And, um, yeah, I think obviously I heard her feedback was actually some of her clients have actually enjoyed it, like and actually asked for it. Um, and obviously enough. we talked we talked about last week about the accountability aspect, didn't we? We were sort of saying yeah, like, yeah. obviously like turning up for a session is the thing that that you know majority of people need. And uh, but she was saying how like I think actually even after this is all done, that they might still want to do it that way. And she was a bit like, oh, like, I didn't expect that. Do you know what I mean? But I think um, I do think we are going to see the, the the future of PT and change somewhat. In over, it's not going to like instantly go back to how it was. I think people will yeah. keep up that element of, um, of flexibility and how they want to pot- potentially do it. And um, people, I think, are going to train at home a little bit more. You know, people aren't just going to go back into the gyms like as soon as they say, oh, everyone's allowed back out again. People are going to be wary still of catching stuff. Like it's not like it's just gone away. Um, and I think it's just interesting to see this um, this shift. And I had another question from someone else who who asked me, and they sort of said, "Oh, do you think like this is going to carry on? Like people, all the people that have got the home gym stuff, are they going to carry on working out at home? You know, what what's the deal?" And I was like, "Yeah, you'll see people who still use it, and they'll still they'll they'll transition." But I was like, "In a year's time, I'd be very surprised." if they still are then i think there'll be a yeah. slow transition but eventually like i've had dumbbells at home 
ever since you know i think for four or five years i've never once used them at home and even still now i've only used them twice over the last three weeks i just can't be bothered so i don't think i think some people some people who are that motivated to, to use the stuff at home are also going to be really excited to go back to the gym i think and yes they'll have it there as an option but actually there'll be a like a, i said about a year's transition but i think in a year's time you're going to see that everyone will be back to the bricks and mortar places. Everyone will be doing the classes in person, not online and stuff. Because um, for the majority of things, I think, anyway, um, things like your Barry's boot camp, stuff like that, things that can't be replicated at home. I think stuff like yoga and Pilates maybe would stay um, as, it, as it is. But I think certainly the more, let's use the word functional classes that use weights and stuff, like you can't replicate them at home as well. Um, yeah. Plus there's the accountability aspect of actually going somewhere with your mates and classes and stuff like uh, we know from some of our classes quite a big thing yeah um but it's interesting because i think some people have obviously invested in a lot of kit spent a lot of money and i think yeah they might sure. they might think over the next 12 months actually i'm going to make the use of this for a bit yeah. but i think the, the novelty thing will wear off and they'll soon um be back in the gyms but interesting nonetheless when she was she was saying that like, a few people actually asked for it and or whatever and and i think it's um weirdos yeah like <laughs> it's just but i think as well it's that whole thing isn't it i think we just have different clientele yeah um, i think if you were to you know if you were to speak to, to emily she's got a very different clientele to what we have and and that sort of clientele would benefit probably more from like i said the accountability than they would from maybe i suppose someone being really on top of their technique and really you know, looking at all the angles and everything um so it's an yeah, interesting that guess, of, that's, a, that's kind of a side note because so i've been obviously speaking i have been speaking to my clients um even though i haven't got a gym um but obviously I, i'd rather train them out there um so what i have actually offered um to them is i've given i basically made a spreadsheet and to be honest i probably should send this out to trainers but what i what I, I did over the last kind of week is i created so the ones that want me to write their programs for them i've let them done it let them like i'm going into it um but i've given the option to all of my guys so a little interactive spreadsheet which i can edit and they can edit i can see what they can do on it so i've given them like three workouts that are like um kind of generically made example workouts so it's just two two triceps so a push a lower push a lower pull um a core so upper body lower body core upper body lower body core essentially is, is how each workout is done and then unilateral bilateral it's all blah 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 so they kind of know how i work and I, I did a little explanation a little guide of how to use the spreadsheet and then i just did each tab was body weight exercises and all those categories like push pull lower body unilateral all this kind of stuff and then i did dumbbells kettlebells and bands and i did a little bit of list so five to six exercises on each one and then I've sent that to all my clients and basically written to them and said, if you want me to do this for you, then you can pay my online fee or whatever. But if you want to have a go, because obviously I'm, I've been furloughed, so I'm still getting paid at 80% um, of my salary. So um, I've said that they can have a go at making it themselves because I know some of them have got equipment, but it's, it's in, in, I'm not too sure how it's going to go. So I'm going to I'm going to see basically as a cast of see how many people because i know they've invested in equipment some of them have got home gyms or some of them have gone off to their like because they know them being there for a while they've gone off to like oxfordshire or into hertfordshire or something like that and then obviously not going to travel so it'd be interesting to see i don't know i don't know if it's just a novel thing that nobody else has, i don't i don't know whether you'd do it mate it's just basically i'm letting the, my clients 
try and decide what they're going to do because i know 100 percent a lot of them are probably 100 percent smart enough to do it for themselves and they can pick um and i put it in a like a, a this is easy a little list one two three four five this is the five is the hardest one is the easiest pick what you want to do and i just I've, i just thought it'd be an interesting experiment to see who does it and who realizes they can do it and if they want any help i'll just guide them through i'm hoping it, it's some sort of educational tool for my clients so i don't have to really do much with them anymore um not that i want to get rid of them they're still going to come back to me but i thought it was just interesting i don't know why i decided yeah. to do it i was like it's basically like a a make your own kit like um nutrition stuff this is this is the ingredients i've given you all the ingredients like what is it hello fresh this is what the recipe for it but you've got to make it and then i'll check up on you if you've done it or not basically is what i've done um just to see what happened i don't know why so i've realized i I I think i work you think i'm not sure um some of my clients obviously i've given it to some that i know they'll have a go i have not given it to others um there you go you see so (laughs) if you give it to everyone it'd be different but i think you you pick the people you think it's going to work for and i think i've had this kind of way when i sent out my home workouts to clients i kind of did it i gave them sort of like a few a couple of sessions to do and i sort of give and said look do this for a couple of weeks two to three weeks because i know they're going to get bored. If I'd have written six weeks, it'd have been a waste of my fucking time because they would, after three weeks, it's everyone gets bored. And that's where, like, I'm going to be, it's a lot of, also a lot of more program writing than I would, I'm used to because I obviously work in months, monthly cycles normally with all my clients and I have six months yeah. of phases. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to be doing this. Like, I realize it doesn't take that long, but 15 minutes per client, 15 clients adds up. And I find that dull. So I try and, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think the thing that I the thing that as a trainer you know when I say yeah all of us thing as as a trainer you know is that ultimately there's no magic exercises here it's just going to be about stimulating muscle groups a certain amount of time like there's nothing magic you can do at home that's going to be anywhere near as good as the gym like we all know that um but it's more about keeping it fresh and keeping it different and that's where I think again your value as a coach comes in over this time is this isn't about me going oh yeah the next two weeks we're going to up up the ante and we're going to be able to progressively overload now and it's like no it's just I'm going to make them feel like well you've got a different program now this is something different it's going to stimulate it might give them a little bit more doms because it's a slightly different exercise potentially or whatever um but also I thought the reason the other reason I did it from a from a just a personal point of view was that in that initial thing I was like oh shit right what would I do if I was at home with no equipment right this is what we've got and then now people have started saying to me oh damn i've got this kit now i've got this band i bought this kettlebell i bought this and I'm like, okay so now i'm gonna have to redo everyone's so it was like that whole thing of like there's no point me writing yeah, yeah. six of home stuff if i don't know you know not only don't know people have got initially because then i asked them what they had but it was like people were going to add to it down the line obviously people are going to do that so then it became that but also following some of the trainers i know like ben bruno people like that you then find new exercises people have done at home you're like i've never thought of that so you're going to throw that one in because you know that's a good exercise or whatever so there's that element to it that came in as well but ultimately whatever you do at home there's no magic to it and i think that those clients who know that have kind of just got on with the plan i've set them and then they've just messaged me and gone oh, i've adapted this i put this in there i changed that some people are doing like 15 minutes every day rather than 45 minutes every other day or whatever and there's different ways around it and different ways of doing it but ultimately as a, as a coach i think your job is 
to be there when they need you to change something or whatever and when i'm changing their plans i'm not sitting there being like oh i'm a magician i'm going to make sure that i change all this and make it 100 percent perfect to that individual because it's like well guess what all the exercises we've kind of got at the moment it's just like pick the one you fancy doing really but ultimately there's nothing dangerous you can really do at home you're not going to yeah not that's, that's basically what i've written out is like i don't mind if you do any of these and yeah like you can just take whatever you want from each category you're only allowed to take one from each jar and then that makes a magical mix <laughs> you can do one workout you can do three workouts couldn't give a shit it's an across all borders every single one oh um, and i did the exact same because people were going to gradually get more kit throughout the weeks so that's why i was just like all right this is your body weight if you've only got body weight this is what you do if you've got bands i've written this is what you can do with a mini band this is what you can do with a long band and you can use the banded section if you've got a kettlebell you can do this and it's all stuff they would have done etc so i do a lot of kettlebell dumbbell training anyway and the guys that have got barbells i've been like you got a barbell stop complaining go do your shit like if you bought a barbell you definitely know what you should be doing with the barbell and those guys know who they are um (laughs) so it's interesting i just haven't written in the only stuff i've done a generic warm-up for them all um just like like 80 percent catch-all thing which i'd rather than probably do is my like my normal like 20 25 minute warm-up um yeah if they just did that i'd be super happy if i'm really honest um but it's interesting i haven't i haven't done any kind of obviously plyo stuff because i feel that's where my coaching comes in that's yeah. where like you know oh there's certain so. things you just wouldn't do right i'm just this, like this, this nah, is just a waste of time no point you're not gonna you're not gonna like i can't get the g flights out and be like you're you're losing speed here so we're not doing that or i don't think you're strong today or all this kind of stuff yeah. all the stuff I've that actually... the, realize that that's your value as a coach if you're able to yeah. use little show, uh, um which is why people will come back um, i've actually also put in a lot less core work than i would do normally which sounds a bit odd because everyone's like oh you can do loads of core stuff at home i'm like yeah you can if you do it you properly a, i was like shit there's so much i could write on the list and then i was like yeah but i don't think people are gonna do it correctly i'd rather them do like little valve slides and stuff yeah so, I, was, I was looking at it and i was just I, and i genuinely was there like other than like pal off presses with a band and some dead bugs and i was like i don't and even dead bugs i was like sending people to send me videos and i'm like oh my fucking god like you know that because again again it's just bad but you don't i think it's because i hate on these people all the time but the gym shark fucking athletes you see them all and i'm like yeah but they're just there in like you know lumber lumbers all over the place you said that to me and then my immediate reaction was like this this girl has never seen hip extension ever she got massive glutes never seen like obviously it was just fucking she looked like a little marshmallow jumping around yeah it's just really odd i just find it like frustrating that people are going to see someone pushing their like opposite opposite leg and arm around and go oh yeah i've done that before yeah i know what that is i'm like no you don't no 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 please try again dead bugs is a weird one because that's another one like it's in the same category of learning to skip if you can't skip properly as like an athletic skip the dead bug is the similar thing because it's that contralateral motion that basically people find really tough it might take you three four five months to fucking master it but once you nail it you know what you're doing you're like really locked on it's like that motor neural kind of sensation but it's yeah really annoying when it's done badly yeah (laughs) so it's it's really obvious as well if you've had a client for a long time and the the coach hasn't taken the time to to probably coach it properly and break it really and the arms and legs are moving really quick and you're like like, Fluttering around, yeah. <laughs> and then one of the big bugbears for me is when the knees come way too far back, and they're just 
because that's the where the kind of the point is where it's nice to rest there's a point in a dead bug if you go slightly too far there's no tension on your abs at all and you're just sitting like yeah your hip flexors are nicely flexed you're sitting in a seated position basically but yeah it's awful not cool and then yeah that's the arm why why is it impossible to stop like for some people it is literally impossible for the, for their legs to stop right they have to be slightly moving so when one leg goes down the other one's going to creep back towards them yeah i want that one to stop just yeah obviously I, I hold it there if i'm being a dickhead basically i'm like stop moving this keep hitting my client keep hitting my client yeah it's all right I can, we can do that abuse it's fine <laughs> abuse is something happening to the side of you dan you keep skirting skirting to the side no, do you know what? It's, it's really weird. It sounds really odd, but um, <laughs> I just noticed that, like, I, we were talking earlier. I was talking to Laura earlier about wanting to put up my new shelving, which you can't see to my right. I've got this new, like, got my box here, shelving, and it's basically for the new house. And obviously, we're like, well, now it's going to be in that fucking box for four or five months. And like, actually, can I put it up? And I was just thinking, just randomly, I looked at the box and then realised that if I moved the bed that way, it would actually fit in the room because we were saying it wouldn't fit in the room. And I just looked over at the bed, and the bed isn't actually in the middle of the wall. I've just noticed. So <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. Sort that out. It's just, now it's really bugging me because I'm yeah, yeah. The not in the middle. <laughs> like it's like you can see it. It's not in the middle, and it's like wh- how have we let that happen? So I'm like, uh, give me yeah. an instance because I'm pretty sure. You don't, you, which like, side do you see? Which, which like, side? You, I don't sleep. know if you can see like the. Hang on. Oh, you sleep on as I look at like, it the right side. Yeah. Yeah, but you can you see like where the fireplace bit is? Like it's obviously yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's really off. Off. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. How, how have I let that happen? You know, it's just weird. But anyway. It's interesting how yeah. you're People definitely on the right-hand side there, aren't you? This one, yeah. 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 <laughs> this one, yeah. It's because it's, it's the messy side. <laughs> yeah, I know. That side's all kind of like... And it's the one with the, and it's the, one with the hair dryer plugged in. That's how you know it's mine. <laughs> Is that you, yeah? Okay, cool. That's no, me, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I think with home workouts, I think that my, my biggest worry is throughout this has been stuff just done badly. And um, it, it, not for anyone's fault. It's just when stuff's done with body weight or done like core work, people are just think it's easy or think it's just like, oh, yeah, just crack it out. And it's like... It requires just as much thought and effort, you know. You just said crack it out. Um, yeah. That's why you're laughing like a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's interesting. I think uh, if, if anybody's got an issue with, like, maybe is questioning one of the exercises or they've seen something online and you pay for a coach like Daniel or myself, just, like, quickly send it to him. Be like, is this good? I'm like, yeah, cool. Uh, I say to all my clients, I'm like, send me videos, like, as often as you can. Send me videos. I don't, yeah. I don't care if you inundate me with videos. I was like, yeah, I might not reply to every single one you send, like, on WhatsApp, but I was like, I want to see stuff. I want to see stuff. And then it's amazing how they do it for a couple of days and then just kind of stop. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I want to see that. We would do but, the same. You would 100% do the same. Yeah. <laughs> but leads me on to did we talk about training fast and slow we vaguely talked about it but i've got a post coming out in ptc about training we've got well, isometric stuff i posted an isometric post there but there's going to be another one coming out um on the ptc stuff but the f- training fast and slow i feel like that's obviously getting beaten in i want some people to start training fast dead bugs can be the number one dan's gonna do a video for dead bugs training fast don't you oh if you want go That'd on be cool like choppy ones they'd be cool just to, I, think, I think people don't really realize what's happening when they're training fast um and how why you do it i think everybody kind of you say, you say fast but it's more about 
quick intense. acceleration acceleration yeah. It's people like, would, because people do do dead bugs fast, but they just don't ever decelerate. They're just kind of like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like flare around yeah. over the place. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's different, like muscle stimulus, and what it's used for is like strength and power instead of hypertrophy and stuff. So when you look at actual like athletes, like if you were to describe sports people, for example, who people think are quick, right? When they're speed, yeah. Uh, and we used to find this in football as well. Is that at people's actual top speeds, like in footballers, especially when we used to look at them, weren't actually hugely different. People's top speeds weren't vastly different. Like you couldn't sit there and go, wow, they're drastically different. The thing that made people quick was how quickly they could stop and change direction. That's the thing that made them quicker. And then how quickly they accelerated the top speed. It's nothing really about, it's like with cars, I suppose, like with speed limits, you can't really go, but the ones that look good are the ones that get there pretty quick. And it's the same with, yeah. with athletes and stuff like that. And I think that's where with, with movements, people seem to get that bit element of it wrong. They think it's all about the how quick you can move. It's like, mm, nah, how quick you can stop is probably... That's like Usain Bolt, the quickest land on the... But he couldn't make it in football, could he? Probably lack of talent, but wasn't able to... Well, yeah, no, exactly. Wasn't able to stop. He wouldn't be able to stop very quickly because he's never. That was Why never. Why would he need to? <laughs> he doesn't yeah. need to just accelerate incredibly fast and then just keep going at that speed as much as possible and then basically slow down as as Whereas, long. Which is which is something that we always we were getting taught when we had sprint mechanic stuff. Um, who was it? Uh, professor. Who's the the founder of uh, UKCA? Ian Jeffries, thank you. Um, Ian Jeffries, and he used to have, he had a go at us every single time we'd rapidly decelerate, because obviously chance, risk of injury is quicker if we haven't done it a lot. But yeah, it was just like, that's that's what makes people more athletic, but higher risk of injury, because of that rapid eccentric phasing. But it'd be quick, it'd be quick and cool. to. If you look at, yeah, next time you look at like Ronaldo or Raheem Sterling running, that's the difference. It's the yeah. acceleration and deceleration. It's nothing to do with top speed. Yeah, it's like 10, everybody talks about the 10 yards instead of the like 50 aren't they exactly um yeah mate have we got some i guess that's actual like half an hour of content that was weird um we should talk about some ridiculousness that's going on corona that's what's going on what you mean the uh, the woman that uh, from america who said she was forced to sleep with a dolphin <laughs> i'm sorry i haven't seen this you've not seen that <laughs> no oh no, my no. days it was going around it's a meme it's a meme and there's a woman who says she was forced to sleep with a dolphin. I'm just going to Google it now. Forced <laughs> to sleep with dolphin, right? People are going to listen. People listening to this now know exactly what I'm on about. Woman admits she had sex with a dolphin as part of NASA-funded scientific study. Margaret Howe-Levatt was just 20 when she started to work in a lab with the aim of understanding dolphins and teaching them to speak English. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, so, basically, yeah, there, she put, there, she put, there she is. There she is. Look, there she is. I, I, I typed into Google, forced to sleep with a dolphin, and then the first thing was everything you always want to know about dolphin sex, um, but we're afraid to ask. Nope, nope. <laughs> but that's what happened. There you go. She formed a close bond with Peter the dolphin. Bet she did. Margaret remembers vis- vividly what she saw the first time she observed the three dolphins Peter, Pamela, and Sissy. Sissy was the biggest. You bet. I bet. Uh, Jeez. Margaret Whether or not the dolphins could be trained to understand and speak English. So naturally, you would just have sex with them. Wow. Wow. I, was she forced, though? 
how much forcing can there be in that? Like, it was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. That's... Jeez. I mean... Uh, crazy, aren't they? <laughs> I, just, I just saw it, and it was a meme, and I just couldn't believe that it happened. Yeah. I just, I mean... There you go, boys and girls. You thought you thought coronavirus was weird. <laughs> uh, but other stuff. I sent you a little uh, um, I meme, didn't I? Of um, the the five G masts. Obviously, obviously they're getting burnt down. Oh, for fuck's sake! I mean, obviously, uh, if you're a just turn, just do us a favor and turn the podcast off. You're not one for us. Uh, if you're a believer that the five G network and uh, that Wuhan was one of the places that is just certain to set up, and that that five G is responsible for coronavirus, then oh my god, it's not. It can't be. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like based on, just based on basic science and physiology, it, it's just obscene. It's just obscene. But it's like I said on my Instagram stories the other day. It it just frightens me how dumb some people are. Mm-mm. And these people just get to vote the same we get to vote. They get the same voice. They get the same. They <laughs> listen to the same amount, and it's just frightening that these people are allowed to. Everyone's allowed to voice their own opinion, but then likewise, everyone's allowed to be shot down for their opinion because they're fucking idiots. And they, I just don't understand. The only correlation between 5G and coronavirus is the fact that they're both on planet Earth at the same time. Like, yeah, they were both happening at a vaguely same time. That's it. And the coronavirus has, has jumped from animals to humans, and they've now decided no it's the masts it's the phone masts that are giving it out and all this sort of shit and and i just i I saw the other day that there are countries that have got the coronavirus who don't even have 5g masts so how do they explain that how does that work doesn't work does it that's because of the cyborg bats mate that's why so then i saw the um youtube have just taken down a video by some conspiracy theorist um who claimed that the coronavirus vaccine is going to have tiny microscopic, you know, like uh, tracking devices put in it so that they can control humans with the, with it. I mean, like, it makes sounds like a great film. Like, yeah, make it a <laughs> film, mate. I just don't understand how someone can, mine can work that way. Like it defies the laws of science. The only other one that I heard, which I think is slightly plausible about it, is that they were trying to claim that 5G lowered your immunity. And I was like, still, I was like, but is that because of radiation or? Well, that's supposedly, but again, it's. it's I mean, on the I scale, watched the Incredible Hulk not. last night, so I'm hoping that happens. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but like on the scale of like the, the the wave frequency of the signals, it's still like that. Like, miles away from like x-rays and shit it's no like it's not even near um near being anywhere like that but it's just a whole about your watch causing so much radiation more than like something crazy it's like your watch causes a lot there's a lot but obviously it's it's enough to not even to have an effect so yeah exactly it's like there's radiation on everything and it and it was just that whole the whole thing about oh yeah because it's loads of immunity it's like okay great that doesn't make anything about the coronavirus though does it like doesn't mean anything 
just so the animal the animal that's getting blamed is this is it a pangolin some weird anteater shell thing with like a scaly shell like hard thing and it's called a pangolin i believe no idea. i thought it was a bat so, so but yeah but the so they're thinking that it was either a pangolin was being sold at the same place and a pangolin has been found to have traces of coronavirus within them and these pangolins were getting sold in Wuhan. And illegally, obviously. Like the tiger thing. But yeah. No, but there's tiger. a tiger there's a tiger that's got it now, right? Yeah. There's a tiger sure. that's, that's contracted it. Sad. But yeah, pangolin. Weird looking fucking animal. Like a scale it's a scaly anteater. I know which one you mean. But yeah. I just yeah, I just I just find it. Don't odd. eat them. It's is what well, just don't eat them. Don't eat bats, don't eat pangolins. Just don't eat weird. Just don't eat weird animals, do you know? I mean, is it is that really does that even need to be said? I mean I know. It's a it's a weird one actually. <laughs> I found an interesting well it's obviously not interesting to us, but um there was a post by something C something uh, I don't know, some I don't know, T V post. It wasn't TV. It was highly, uh, wasn't it, provoking. And it was about where are all the naturopaths, chiros, (laughs) Reiki masters, crystal healers now. They're not being used for this virus. So it's interesting how plausible (laughs) plausible science is being used. Well, it's Uh, it's funny how um, there's one here from uh, Israel. I thought it was quite quite funny. Don't know if you saw this one, Tom, but the Israel health minister right okay. claims that the coronavirus is divine punishment for homosexuality oh interesting and guess what, and guess what happened he tested positive for it today hey. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's got some he's got some uh, some answering to do hasn't he do you know what i mean yeah wow unbelievable that's crazy unbelievable. yeah i mean he does look weird but <laughs> i mean that's 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 all that <laughs> he doesn't look that makes any difference but, but how does he run dan how does he run yeah exactly how does he run? <laughs> uh, with that mate um any other business no none from moi no it's nothing from me um sure i guess we'll... soon something's <laughs> bound to happen so really yeah yeah I, I guess we have to say even regardless of what way you vote um i hope that boris does make a full recovery on this show yeah, I'm sure there'll be someone who wishes he was dead because there's fucking pricks out there. So, you know. Yeah, moronic. Yeah, I'm like... I, the other one I saw the other day was um, there's people mocking the whole... Um, someone said the other day, um, oh, we should all clap at 5 p.m. on Friday for all the kids that are stuck at home because they should be out playing and they're stuck inside. I was like, fuck off, mate. What? I thought we'd be <laughs> clapping every single night. That's who shared it because this is how I remember it. Cause I was like, it's so odd. Dean Windass shared it. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dean Windass. Like, calm down, mate. Why have you got some beer to drink? Why are you following <laughs> Dean Windass? Well, because I know people from Hull, don't I, from my time there. Yeah, so someone oh, obviously yeah. shared it from him, and then obviously I saw it. But um, <laughs> I was just like, come on, mate. We'd be clapping every night for someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I was going to clap yeah, for yeah. Boris on Saturday. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. Let's just keep it to the NHS because they're doing the most important work right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I extend it to, like, the uh, supermarket workers. And that's about it. Yeah, they're doing just, they're doing a good job apart from the, uh, the 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 new newly position of line monitor fucking balance don't don't understand where you come <laughs> from don't yeah don't all of a sudden Tom doesn't like them now i can't stand line monitors oh jesus christ the people who think they're bouncers but they're not bouncers because they can obviously they they're not 
and they 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 have no sense of uh, uh like comedic effect at all i i was he was like no wait there wait there i was like all right do you want me to show your id he did not laugh once he probably had a joke before <laughs> i bet he didn't he was just like he's like that's the he hundredth like, time someone said that you twat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, obviously we're not allowed to go in in the same household now so you're not allowed to go in at the same time so we we hatched a cunning cunning plan this just about i don't know three hours ago where uh, we didn't queue up together oh yeah i mean just genius absolutely genius we had to ignore each other you know for what, about you're the, you're, do you know what you're the problem this whole pandemic you're the problem <laughs> people like you're the problem. spreading this virus you're the problem yeah, it's not achieving anything. Do just do what you're told, Tom. Do what you're told. Okay. <laughs> it's not achieving anything. I could just leave one person between me and Chloe and walk in the shop, and then we can just shop together. Point, Tom. <laughs> Listen to the little bouncer, okay? But no, no. What I didn't understand: why is there a two-meter rule for all of us? Yet he can stand as fucking close as he likes to us, can he? <laughs> he's there. He's, he's standing right next to us and pointing where we need to stand. That's not two meters. I'm sorry, mate. If he listens, I'm going to give him a, a link to this show t- tomorrow. I'm sure. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will listen to it. <laughs> Annoying with his stupid fluorescent jacket. Jesus. All right, mate. He's, he's, <laughs> a tough job, he's on right? the pavement. He's on the pavement. Why did he not get run over? Why does he need a fluorescent jacket on? Mate, he's in charge. Oh. That's why. Charge. I know. He's just a newly acquired power. It's the worst. It's it's those managers that have just got a little bit too much power, and they've gone, yeah, you don't abuse that, aren't you? Brilliant. You know, you know the ones I mean. Yeah, almost like heads of training, then they get head of training role or like education manager role or something like that. Yeah, those guys are great. Um, (laughs) That does remind me. I I should say that I'm on the PTC Instagram. I'm doing a live tomorrow, today. This is going out Wednesday, today, and then myself and Dan will do one next week on there because oh, to mix it up right exciting because um yeah we should mix it up and we we're a little bit oh, different to, a little bit different to the people that are normally on these things so and that's why i'm there that's why we're there Dan. wow to moan essentially i think scraping the bottom of a barrel there aren't they <laughs> they, were, they were like who we who can we get and not pay um, yeah that's yeah. right I'll, I'll turn up for that <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, no blizzards from me, and I guess we'll try and catch. We did, uh, We only did one show this week, so we need to crack yeah, on. Because it was your birthday. It was your birthday. How was your birthday? Yeah. I'm old, mate. That's why my birthday was. Yeah, no, I, was I thought I, I thought I wouldn't pester you to do another one. No one. Do you know what? No one turned. Me. No one turned up at my party. No one bothered <laughs> coming around. Yeah, mate, it's ridiculous, you know. But then that's the same as every other year, so I don't know. I didn't expect anything different. Never mind, eh? Yeah, that's right. You got Easter, Easter this weekend, though, isn't it? So that's all good. So enjoy the bank holiday. I need to buy some cream eggs. I haven't had a cream egg yet. Have you not? I feel like I need, I feel like I need a cream egg. Do you, do you know how many I've eaten? Uh, no. You saw that my sister sent me forty. I can't imagine you got many left. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I've been going at a, a steady two to three a day. Uh, yeah. Habit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've still got some left, but yeah, I have given some away, and Chloe has had like one, uh, but she doesn't like them though. She thinks they're too sweet, unbearable. Oh my gosh! Shut up! Right, that's it. <laughs> I can't handle anymore. All right, we'll catch you in the middle of the week. See you later, guys. Yeah.